theme song. Stupid Is there a ghost? Yes, there's a ghost. Ghost, 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 but it doesn't really work. This movie made no sense. Host the host, the party of the dad, a ghost of ghost of dad. Theme song. Welcome to the catastrophe. He's a ghost. Take two. Yes. Welcome to the catastrophe section. My it name is like- Aaron. With me, I have. I'm gesturing towards you, Cameron. And my name is Cameron. Okay, good. Yes, it is. And today we have our uh, yet again guest, Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. I'm here as well. Here again. Um, today we're discussing uh, uh, Ghost Dad with the the 1994 or 1990 movie with uh, Bill Cosby as a ghost, kind of, kind but of. not. But he's a ghost. More like an astral projection, but they never. Say but that. dumber. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. So, let's, let's not say astral projection. That gives this movie makes it sound way cooler than it actually is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not that good. No. No. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Can we talk about the opening seconds of this movie and how it opens like a fucking 80s with the worst music ever? Cop movie. <laughs> The worst music in existence, yeah, yes. It's, it's like a cop movie or like an 80s cop show, like... <laughs> but it's more sexy time than that. Not to mention the whole movie like takes place like in a, kind of a, a suburban... Um, somewhere, it seems like California to me. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's like palm trees. But like the opening credits is like some huge City. cityscape. Yeah. Like, what the hell? It doesn't look anything like where they actually should be. It's a misleading establishment. It is, shot. yeah. What? We're establishing this is not where we are. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, we have no idea. Like, none. So, uh, the, 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 uh, guys, this movie's crazy. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I, I'm just going to um, say right out. I, I'm just going to say right out, I loved it. Was it was really terrible for me because, one, I really liked uh, Bill Cosby's like, stand-up. I mean the show, the Cosby Show was eh, but the stand up I, I always liked. Oh yeah, and uh, um, I saw this show, this movie as a kid, and I think as a kid, I don't I don't like remember how I felt about it, but I watched this again the other day, and I was just like, oh, you got to be kidding me! Oh, c- Bill, Bill, what are you, what are you doing to yourself? Oh, yep. this is so. It's sad. just like Leonard Part Six, but a little bit better, <laughs> a little bit more watchable. It actually has a plot. And there's not like some crazy, hey, it's wacky because there's an ostrich in it. <laughs> it. It's not the laziest type of absurd humor that they tried to do in that movie. But it gets that on accident. And, uh, but this, it's really not very funny at all. No, it's not, no, it's not funny not really at all. Jokes. Not. It's just not. There's, no. there's no jokes. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of Cosbyisms where he just kind of devolves into zippity boop. You know, when we go to them, my father was in a bunny suit for a week for my birthday. Okay. Don't, you know, the don't spoil that because yeah. that's important. That is, and, uh, yes. But, they bring but, it, but it, it is at the very beginning of the movie. Yes. He mentions it. Okay. You think that that's a throwaway, but it fucking isn't. It's not. Yeah. It should have been. It I sh- wish it was. <laughs> no, I wish, I wish it I was. I wish that they would throw away the whole script for this, and they would be like, "Yes, what? What is this? No." So the movie, besides the opening crappy shot, uh, starts with the the house, and there's there's the the oh my god oh it starts at the night the recording yeah story. So it, it opens on on the little girl's uh, uh, room, and 
Her, you think her dad's reading her a bedtime story, but then it turns out, and it's about ghosts because you know, ghost dad. Um, so it, it turns out Bill Cosby has pre-recorded bedtime stories for his daughter, which I mean that makes sense. Yeah, but then at the end of it, the he's he Bill Cosby tells tells the little girl to be like, now hold me out, to, hold me out the in the hallway and turn up the volume so I can yell at your sister. Yeah. Who does that? And then the, the, the boy has a pre-recorded response as well, as huh. if he can hear him. Yeah. and Why? The most perfectly pre-recorded uh, yeah. dialogue goes on. It's like, how did you know everyone would say all the things they said? Who, oh, my God. That doesn't even make sense. So, uh, oh, Bill Cosby's a busy businessman, and he businesses. But the, the plot quickly... Uh, uh, unvelops that he's a single dad raising these kids alone and he's trying to make it to his promotion that's going to happen on Thursday that's a very apparently pl- yeah. that's wait, a very plot important day it's going to happen on Thursday and and all of their hopes and dreams and you know everybody in the world rests on him getting this promotion on yes. Thursday uh and and when when that happens then the sky will be filled with rainbows yeah apparently well, that and he'll also get to finally spend time with his um woman friend who lives like on the same street and she's next door. door oh it's next door next it's door like, oh yeah you don't don't have time for that yeah and that creepy rich kid yeah that really weird rich rich kid oh yeah oh oh I, that kid is really great <laughs> yes i hate that kid yeah he oh he's a terrible kid Okay, so Why is one thing I wanted to point out I'm about the I'm gonna show off movie, my bike, man. Aaron. Why? One thing to point out about the beginning of the movie, guys, is that there's a clear shot of the Canterville Ghost, which is like a book by Oscar Wilde that is like a farce yep. about like a haunted house and a guy, I don't know, dying a couple of different ways. Is that supposed to be like a literary reference or like this was inspired partially by that? I have no idea as I have not read it. I, I bet they just like probably well, Google didn't exist at the time, but they went to the library and searched There's for a ghost with book ghosts. And that popped up It's a ghost book. We go read it. It's got a ghost in it. Might as well just, you know, whatever. You know, you know, there's so many books about ghosts. You just got to have them in the movie. Otherwise, they're not properly represented in the pop cultures. And that's the uh, our studio executive returning to the podcast. Hello, I'm the studio executive, unnamed studio executive. Well, we have to keep I, your, your anonymity in check, don't we? Yes, otherwise I might get fired again. Yeah. What other projects I keep getting you rehired because they forget. Because of the anonymity. Yeah, the anonymity. And the anonymity. The Amityville? Yeah, yeah the Amityville Hall was one of my picture film, films. Picture films. Picture films? I did it. Yep. What other films have I you did produced? that one? And that's why I had the the the, the ghost book. Oh, okay. So that was. The I was also on. I was also consulting on Ghost Dad because I owned a copy of that book, and they needed one. So I put it on set, and I said, "Give me a consulting credit and a couple hundred dollars, and I'll be fine." So you can get a consulting job just from that. Just by owning a book that they need. Yeah, this is how Hollywood works, folks. Okay, anything you want to You know, you, you gotta learn these things if you gotta get into the business. The business. You gotta, gotta get into the business. The business? Yeah, the business. Anything you want to plug? I would love to plug... Uh, oh, right, anonymity. I can't do that, I'm sorry. 
Um, I'd like to plug all my upcoming projects, but as I cannot do so, I will not. Well, goodbye. I'm out of here. I'm leaving now. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take this here ladder right in the room. Okay. What? Goes up to the tower. Goodbye. It's a very nice view up there. Goodbye. All right. Let's get Aaron back ladder. into the studio. Very loud ladder. Why do ladders sound like that? We need to get that checked. <laughs> yeah, like we should probably get that checked. Oh. Aaron, welcome back. Hello. I am back. Oh, well, let's get back to Ghost Dad then. Yeah, Ghost Dad. Okay. Well, um, did, uh, speaking so his of, son is like a magician? Yeah, and that, well, I'll go on that later. Never mind. Oh, uh, in, in the first, in the, in the morning after the, the dumb recorded scene, um, they're just talking about how the older sister has a birthday and that, oh, dad totally forgot. And then you see Bill Cosby walk into the shot and then slowly walk away because he heard him no, no, because Aaron he doesn't have a gift. So he sneaks upstairs somehow and covers a top hat in, sh a top hat in shaving cream and puts a candle in it. And he's like, happy birthday. I'm a shitty dad. You're forgetting the best part about that is that when she's like, dad wouldn't forget my birthday. And the sound effect goes, boom. <laughs> Does it? I missed that. Oh, I need that. It's a bomb. now, now. Oh. <laughs> He's like, if there was my dad uh, dressed up in a bunny costume for a whole week when it was my birthday as a kid. That was so special. I'm and then, and then after that, he half-heartedly promises her car for th uh, on Thursday, <laughs> or his car. Yeah, because once I get my promotion, I, in addition to the rainbows in the sky, I also get a car. Yep. So it's magical you can, day Thursday. You can, you can have mine. I just have to make it to Thursday. Wait, that's the all. That's half that's of the his lines. Yeah, that is point. half of his lines. Is I just gotta make it till Thursday. About it. That's that's, that's uh, this movie. That's about it. I've got to make it to Thursday so that I can promotion and business. Yeah, oh my god, the business people in this are so... It doesn't make any sense. They just show up and it's just like, well, it's time for business. I hope you're ready, Bill Cosby. And he's like, oh no, I'm not ready. Oh, all you white business folk and your weird business practice just walking into my living room. But we'll get to that later. Because oh, yeah. that happens a yeah. lot. The, the lexicon they just kind of, of appear and do business. Makes no sense. They use businessy words like merger and... Paperwork. Uh, <laughs> yep, paperwork. Most business word ever. Let's get the paperwork doing on this merger, and yep. then we can merger these paperworks <laughs> into the mergers. Yes. Oh, did you With notice Australia? Australia's in there. Yeah, there was an Australian guy. Did you notice how um, his daughter is like? But Janelle got a convertible. Like when she's talking about yeah, a car. His daughter's like, really, really kind of bitchy. Like yeah. He's a single dad trying to like <laughs> provide for his family and everything, and she's all like, "I don't that." Uh, you got a top hat with shaving cream on top. And that's not a real present, Dad. Oh, she's right. That is not a real present. <laughs> Though I would appreciate that as a present because that is hilarious. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I would love that as a gift. It's just like I don't. I mean, all right. Okay. <laughs> sure, okay you get How a much of this top hat with a shaving cream up top? How much of this script right. do you think that they wrote in advance where they're like, well, I feel like it should only take place over 72 hours because that's like all the all the good plays and dramas out there start in that place. So yeah. we'll have the big event be Thursday and we'll have the recorded bedtime story do the info dump of I have to make it to Thursday. The banquet will be Wednesday and then he dies on Tuesday. 
Hijinks ensue. Yep. Done. Outlined. Oh, my God. At, there's so many before Bill Cosby actually, quote unquote, dies. There's so many accidental, de- like almost, almost deaths. deaths. Like the the roller skate on the 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 the, the stairs, sure. which also turns out to be foreshadowing. Actually, it turns out to be five shadowing because it's so blatant and apparent. <laughs> then uh, the, the, when it. he when he's at his office, there's the 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 elevator. When he's inside, you can see the cables randomly snapping. And as soon as he gets off onto his floor, it just goes woo mm. and breaks. Like the minute he steps off. Okay, that. A it's like things. a sizzle reel of near-death proportions, but none of it ever affects him. Like, if the writers were like, oh, look yeah. at all the times that he nearly died, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And plus, no elevator thing works like that, unless it's made out of, like, I don't know, string. No. Yeah, yeah, no, that wouldn't happen. No. Unless it's- someone started cutting them, and I don't, I, they don't, they'd have to have giant wire cutters to do that. It wouldn't work. No, it was like it was made out of like uh, yarn that was being knitted, and yeah. someone like took scissors to it, and then the people keep yeah. getting on the uh, the elevator. The 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 wandering troop of businessmen that offered Bill Cosby <laughs> money that just kind of happened. Yeah. Oh oh, can we talk about uh, Stuart? The name of the uh, yeah yeah, I was uh, just thinking about that. Yeah, the pretentious Wh- which kid, one's Stuart? the the mm-hmm. weird kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not what I was thinking of. But yes, we can talk about that anyway. He's like the yeah the weird kid, the young black hips, upwardly mobile hipster. Yep, up, yep. I'm upwardly, upwardly mobile. mobile. He even so uses that. You. He uses that to describe himself in the movie too. Uh, upwardly mobile. Yeah, he does. You know me, Stuart. Yes, and, that kid. Oh, and he, you know, he's such a dick because he goes over to the house to show Bill Cosby's son um, the bike that he got. His and he's new, like, yeah, it was really new, expensive. Uh, and he, and uh, he's like, it yeah. It should be faster because it's twice as expensive. It's just like, wow, you're a terrible child. Oh, Aaron, Aaron. But they did. He did have a great joke there, Bill Cosby, where he's yeah, like, the, yeah. you a Republican? you're a Republican, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> and he's that, like, that well, I'm not registered, really but... Uh, <laughs> I did. I did like that joke. I did. Yeah, that was all right. And that's where, right before he gets uh, into the car with his daughter. Oh, and that's also where we, were, where we meet where, his lady where friend. We, where we meet the fuck buddy, the <laughs> the next door neighbor, afternoon delight fuck buddy. No, 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 Aaron. Yep. They they don't. He has a per- ghost performance anxiety. Remember? <laughs> that's true. He does. No, no, no. Before that. Yeah. She- um. In the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the leave when he, when they leave for work school whatever. That's when they find it. Bill Cosby, he just uses every opportunity to pull his like silly Bill Cosby faces. Yep. And they're they're like they're really funny in his stand up comedy. Uh, but in a, in a movie, it's just like, man, who? Why are you doing this? this You're not an actual weird. human. Yeah. yeah. It's not like an actual person would actually act like that in normal life. Yeah. It doesn't happen. What a goofball. Okay. What a goofball. And- and let's remember that his daughter is the one that's driving in the car on it and dropping him off at work. And the woman comes out and she's like, oh, you're letting her drive. And he's like, well, no one lives forever. And I was like, fuck you, Bill Cosby. <laughs> that's your- as funny because children's is bad drivers. Your daughter is just getting behind the wheel for what we can assume is the first time. And you're basically like, oh, well, she's going to kill us all in a fiery explosion. <laughs> yep. Well, she's 17. I'm sure she's driven before. This is just her oh, first I'm time sure. having the car. Yeah. I'm sure Janelle probably let her drive the convertible. That's how she knows about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so 
Cosby gets to work and he's like, oh, I've got so many zoop zops to zeep in the jello department today. Well, and jello pudding pops to sells. Okay, so they're Man, like, run for the, run for the banquet those. Wednesday, yeah. and they're like, yeah, Wednesday, that event that's going to happen later in the script. Okay. And that'll be act yeah. two. All right. They set up the banquet. And so they have the business oh, yeah. elevator talk, and I made a note that there's um the joke about Mrs. Nero and of how she, yeah. she's apparently fat as shit. And then they're like, have you seen Mrs. Nero? Uh, he gets like a bunch of, oh, 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 oh from other businessmen. <laughs> and then they see Mr. Nero. And Mr. Nero is like deaf, and he's like, "Oh, Mr. yeah, he's Nero. a deaf Australian man." And he's just—I like, don't know why—he's like old and deaf what? and Australian, and that's his three traits. Well, I'm Mr. Nero. What did you say, funny Cosby man? Oh, look, <laughs> it's a black comedian who is a very good person with the comedy, but not so. Much. That is a terrible Australian. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot I was supposed to be doing I, an Australian there. I wasn't gonna say anything, but. Yeah, that was really I, awful. I can't, I can't do the old man voice and the Australian at the same time. Oh, yeah, who I can't. Yeah, oh, oh, there you go. go. Oh, spot on. It's a bit more Jason Statham. Well, I'm also Jason Statham. I'll get old. I'll become a middleman. That sounds more Jason Statham, Aaron. Not going to lie. That's kind of it is. It is Jason Statham. Oh, well, you're not in this movie, are you? I mean, I was in the background. Oh, I, actor. I wish. I, I wish. I was a background actor. I wish he was like just tra- He should have been transporter, and he should have been the cab driver. He was. I was the cab driver. I was the Satanist cab driver. Jason. And now Jason. that we broached that subject, can we please, yeah, for this- an hour and a half, talk about the Satanist cab driver? I think uh, this I've is seen yes. Something this else. Is, this is the reason I love this movie. <laughs> okay. And okay. No. 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 Can, can we stay at the office for just a minute longer? Oh, but oh, oh, fine. but Satan Aaron, is we'll ca- get to okay. that. That's the meat of the movie. Fine. Okay, so fine. Uh, Cosby gets to his secretary, and he's like, "Oh, how how set are we?" And she's like, "You've got this meeting and that meeting, and we got new windows." And I made note of this line because in a building that a company can afford new windows, how do they not afford an elevator inspector? A proper elevator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible break, elevator yeah. cords. What the hell? Do they not take employees' safety like that, or is that why it's so hard for them to get fucking life insurance at this company? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. They're like, last month we lost an elevator insurance. full of employees, you know, all the executives, and we replaced them with pencils and computers. Yes. <laughs> now we've got to make it three times that's as hard to get life very, insurance. That's a good point, yeah. I'd never, uh, good one. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> this is about a ghost day what do you expect? Okay, and now. So Bill Cosby, uh, the as soon as he gets off the elevator, the uh, the elevator car we presume is empty and falls all the way to the bottom, and he gets in a cab. Um, apparently no one was hurt. You know, good for that. He gets into the back oh, of the cab. Everything's fine. He says, apparently, take me to the business meeting, and the guy's like, "Okay, take me to business." Hmm. And this is he where says, we take meet me to business. The satanic cab driver. Yes, the my favorite, the uh, best my part. my favorite character. Why is he a thing? I, so I don't we, understand. Bill Cosby's just in the back, and <laughs> the, the the he's just oh, this cab driver's driving a little weird, and over the uh, super speed, he's just like, sir, will you please slow down? That was a good Cosby okay, right there. It doesn't even start like <laughs> that. It starts with Bill Cosby be like the driver just fucking looks at him while smoking a cigarette, and he's like. Oh yeah, Can no, he just turns around and he's like, and you know the like, road's over there. 
And he's just staring him down while driving, kind of, and for a really long time. And and like you see in the background, like through the windshield, that he's like on the wrong side of traffic. He's like about to hit all kinds of stuff. And yeah, all the almost death and, happens. And the window is the worst fucking green screen in history. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. It looks like he's flying in the back of like a a crop duster or something rather than a car. <laughs> oh God. Oh, what was it? Okay. No, no, no. The, line, he's just... the line that the cab driver, uh, I have it written down. He's like, uh, well, he's looking at Bill Cosby. He says, eat shit. And he says, no, thanks. I'm trying to quit. And then he, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that line. Why? Out all, of all, the way. I think all the best jokes are, happen right in here this in this scene. scene. Yeah. You should just watch this scene. Cause it's a great scene. It's absurd. And then he, the, the cab driver is like, do you accept Satan as your Lord and master? And he's I've like, been meaning to get around to it, but I just haven't had time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why? No. And then Bill Cosby so tries dumb. to bribe the cab driver, who's clearly psychotic, because, you know, psychotics yeah. can all just be bought. And he's like, here's, you can have my wallet. It's Gucci. Impress your friends. <laughs> Why was that? All, that's a weird line. He I said, "Impress all your friends down product in hell." Placement. Oh yeah. Said. Impress all your friends down in hell. Impress all your satanic friends, you know, in uh, in West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> why in New Jersey? Okay. Why is why is he in this movie? Of all the I ways, don't, I don't know, but I'm glad he is. Me too. But of all the ways, Bill Cosby could die. Satanic. Why is this the why is this the reason he be yeah? Why is this the reason he becomes a ghost? It is the the dumbest, most absurd way. Okay, he could have done this. I thought that he was already dead at this point, so I thought that the and that was the driver to hell. Yeah, I thought that he was taking him to hell. I thought that he had been the one on the elevator, and this was just like a weird dream. Like that would have made more sense. Yeah, it would have been more like oh well, they're going into the surrealist aspect. Nope. No, the it's elevator just serves no, no purpose whatsoever. Yeah, so he goes on the crazy taxi ride, and eventually he just, the the cab driver just kind of rams into the side of the bridge, and oh. you know those safety rails apparently do nothing because those just fall away. Aaron, Aaron, they just kind of go. Right Woo. Aaron, wait, wait, you forgot the strong breeze will take those off. You forgot the part where uh, Bill Cosby tells the cab driver that he is Satan, and to stop. Oh yeah. And he's like, oh, and that's why that's why they crash. Because like the cab driver's doing all this nutty stuff. He's in the he like runs red lights, gets yep. goes right across like train tracks as the train is coming, and he's like totally fine. Yep. And he's like not even watching the road. But then uh, he's like, do you accept Satan as the Dark Lord? And and Bill Cosby's like, accept him. I am Satan. And he's uh, and what? then the. the <laughs> Why would he immediately believe him that he is yeah, Satan? He, he just because he's crazy. He's I mean, that's true. Insane. He is crazy. Uh, he just drop jaw and just starts screaming. Oh, hello, ah, oh. dark master. <laughs> that that was exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> oh God, I love it. He sounded like the like the minions from Overlord. Master, master. Oh, <laughs> hello, master. Oh, uh, but yeah. So that's why he crashes. Dark he's Overlord. Satan's in the back seat. Yeah. Okay. So, the, the, um, this is where it gets really weird. Where the 
The, oh, this is where it gets weird? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The taxi is at like such an angle on the bridge where it's like, oh, well, if I move any, it'll fall over. And he's like, oh, yeah, that could have been bad. And at first he tries to he tries to leave on the wrong side. It's like, did you not notice? You yeah. Were off the side of a bridge. And that is the wrong side. So it just he, goes, whoa, zip a do. And so he slips out. He's like door. holding on. He's like dangling. And, and he, he gets back in. He manages to get back in. But now it's precariously uh, positioned Perched, where yeah. any any movement will topple it. Whereas before when he was like hanging on the door over the edge. Oh, that was just fine. With yeah. all the leverage, you know, it just, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Because, you know, physics. And yeah. then Those the are, cab driver is that, like, oh, thing, hey, right? your wallet. And reaches, and he's like, "No, it's a." And then eight no, it's a so, so, so zap, and then, and then falls as into he's the river. falling, is like, "It's only an imitation." Yeah, oh, did it, I didn't miss that line. Oh my what god, was up with that line, that was terrible. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Wait, wait, Aaron. You know that that was a punched-up line of dialogue, right? Oh, let's. What if we put in a wacky line about how it's imitation? Yeah, clearly that is. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> oh, yes, very. If you're not sure about watching this movie, just watch that scene. I yeah. would say watch the whole thing. Well, I loved it. No, you've got to remember so... that the cab driver comes back, though. Yeah. Oh, that was better. Yeah. Oh, I loved that. That was great. At the ending? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, Bill Cosby, uh, com- he, he like just shows up on shore, walks up to the bridge, and he sees an officer of the law like just looking over the bridge and he's like hmm, oh, oh, what happened there <laughs> yeah and then he like is like officer and he thinks that the officer is looking at him and then the officer whips his dick no out, he is and the officer is staring right where like, he is why are you peeing on me and then he's like oh wait no you've got to listen to me are you ignoring me and then this bus comes across the bridge and runs through him and oh it's my revealed God. that he's a ghost through a terrible special effect. I think I think it is And the- then it, wait, hold on. Then at the end of the bus there is a very large fat old woman oh, yeah. and he just he just ghosts through her vagina cuz you know you have to, right? Because and he, he pulls a silly Bill Cosby face right before that. Oh, no, there's a vagina in front of me. It's, it's not a good one like oh. the lady next door. <laughs> I don't know why he all of a sudden became Danny DeVito. He always delayed next door. Um, I, 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 I'd have to give them props for their their tasteful and careful social commentary of the white cop peeing on the nice black man in a suit. This is true. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking that when he came up to the bridge. I was yeah, like, me too. How the fuck did he get out of that cab? And why is his suit not even wet? His shoes are gone. Yeah, but his suit was like just oh, it's it's yeah. just kind of disheveled. Well, he he came out as the fucking fine. Yeah, but that's because he's a ghost. He's a ghost. Yes, he's a ghost. No. I ain't afraid and, of no ghost. I I mean, if it's Bill Cosby, why no. would I be? I ain't no ghost. Why would I be buster? afraid of a Bill Cosby ghost? Okay, so he shows back up in his house. Um, his kids can see. He him, walks the whole way apparently. Like, Oh, dad, there you are. And he's like, oh, dad, we can't hear you. And then when they turn on the lights, he disappears. And they're like, oh, stop that trick, dad. Thus establishing. But his son is like thrilled because it's established earlier that his his son is like a magician. Yeah. Which this is the thing I wanted to mention earlier. Because his son 
likes doing magic tricks and is a magician that for some reason makes him like an authority on all things supernatural because he like Apparently. totally understands everything that's going on with his dad's ghostness yep. right now. Oh, yeah. Yep. When his dad, when he can't understand his dad, he's like, try telepathy, dad. That'll work. Because ghosts talk like that. Yeah. Ghosts know telepathy. And his, oh my God, his his shitty voice when he tries to. Oh yeah, the lag of the mouth and the So creepy. Well, we, we skipped the whole uh, the the charades scene where he's like acting out that he's a ghost. Yes. And then they're like, yep. you're a, 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 a ghost. And then they're like, yeah. And then they get super Aww. excited that they found out that he that that that's what it was until it like settles in on them. Oh, he's a ghost. And then they still kind of are just like, oh. Okay. Yeah. And for the rest of the new movie, nobody is sad that their dad is dead. Yeah. And they don't care. Yeah. It's, in fact, like oldest daughter just continues to bitch about the same problems. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, what the, like you don't know where you're getting food. She, next week. He, like, your father is dead. <laughs> the, He's a ghost in front of you. You're 17 and you have two younger siblings to take care of. Yeah. Now. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. But you her should be way more concerned. Convertible Glenn. Even if only for selfish reasons, even if not because like you love your dad and you're never and yeah. he's dead now, like if only for selfish reasons, you should be flipping the hell out. Instead of she's just like, oh, he ruined my chances with a shitty boy, <laughs> the shittiest boy. Oh yes. yeah, that guy is like calls her a bitch to his her dad. That was and so we'll great. get to that later. That was we'll great. Get, yeah. Can we Let's talk see. about how the boyfriend awful. is like? Looks like I got molested as a child. <laughs> yeah, he is a weird. He he is so dressed nineties. Well, he he looks exactly what Bill Cosby would have thought like uh, a no good teen yep. kid would look like with like the the nineties plaid and the the sweater tied around the 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 waist the waist yeah. yeah. Okay. And the spiky Who is this crazy hooligan head? with his clothes on backwards? Yeah, you got a hooligan yeah, in the back of your car flipping his tongue in your face. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Oh, and that was weird. Oh, can we all? Yeah, we'll get to all that later. Yes, that happens later. Bert, we have to. So we kind of dealt with. Oh, so then uh, after he like establishes with the kid, his kids that he's like dead and stuff. Yeah, he all of a sudden just starts flying away. Yep. Oh, why? Why this is this here? Oh, this scene, this character, this everything that's coming up just doesn't need to be there. At all. Well, I, I don't know. He shows up at the end for no reason, and I love that. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He could have uh, been taken out of that as well. <laughs> no, that was great. Wait, wait. He just shows up. Can we up. talk about that no, character, Edith? Edith. Edith. Yeah. Edith. Yeah. Okay, so they at make the end way of the movie, too big a deal. His, his name thing is not that funny. It's not funny it's at not, all. And I mean, it's a boy's it name. Of yeah. three. Like, Oh, that's a woman's name. That's a woman's name. Oh, wait, no, that's not a, a joke. A girl's name. He's like, no, it's a boy's name. No, it's a woman's name. No, it's a boy's. I'm watching like three year olds fight over cares? Legos. Who cares? Like it, it's like in, in second grade when so, with, when another kid would just walk up to someone and be like, ha ha, you're a girl. It's like, is, is it that? I mean, that's the level of humor we're dealing with. In yeah. This movie. One, that's not funny, too. Is that that is that bad? <laughs> Can we also really three, expect no. higher from a Bill yeah, Cosby no. movie, though? What? Can we really expect more from a Bill Cosby movie called Ghost yeah. Dad? I don't know. Leonard Part 6. No, let's not talk about that. <laughs> you fell I asleep. I sat oh, through that bad. whole this movie fucking Bill Cosby movie. Enough for me as it is. I sat through the whole fucking movie and you got to fall asleep. 
I didn't. Yeah, I, it wasn't a choice. It was boring. <laughs> this movie was pretty boring. I disagree. Oh, yeah. I, I disagree. I, I didn't watch it with people. If I would watched okay. it with people, it would have been much. I didn't either. I watched it myself and I loved it. Yeah, I watched this movie by myself in the school library. Can you imagine how <laughs> can you imagine how weird I must have looked in the middle of the library with a notebook? watching a 90s or a 1990 Bill Cosby movie? Yeah, yeah I was just like, man, yeah, I, like, I really miss home. Well, I got to listen to this Bill Cosby if I, movie. If I had seen someone doing that, I'd have been like, oh, he must have been in like he's, he must be in like a film comedy class or something. Yeah, or because no, I don't no, know no. anything about that because that's not my major as opposed to the basically the both of you. You wouldn't watch that for the comedy. Yeah, but I wouldn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but true. Glenn, I was taking notes and I was watching intently. They were like, "Oh man, is, is that guy going to commit suicide?" All the more reason to believe this was for a class. Yes. Is that guy going to go to his dorm room and jerk off in his closet with a tie around his neck? <laughs> Just some weirdo watching a Bill Cosby movie. <laughs> Wait, wait, is he watching Bill Cosby? Oh, he's watching Ghost Dad. What a fucking weirdo. I mean, yeah, we are. We watched Ghost Dad on purpose. <laughs> wait, wait, so you watched it non-ironically? Get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I want a picture of you in a library. Watching Ghost Dad. Watching Ghost Dad, notes. taking notes. Like hunched over. Yes. Like you, know, like, you look haggard like you've like you're exhausted you've you're at work for hours yeah, and just, I, I want like uh, crumpled like uh, bread bowl cans yes, like around you yes <laughs> you got a pack of cigarettes in your sleeve Which i don't think they'll let you have in the li in the library no probably not i need that picture okay can we talk about edit's character yeah, yes. nah, yeah. So, we, we, there's no avoiding it. We do have to do that, unfortunately. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Bill Cosby looks around. He's uh, when he flies away in Howard the Duck esque fashion. Yeah, he he just starts flying away. No, he's oh, he's, no. he's summoned. Oh, ghost things are happening to me, and he and, just kind of uh, appears in London. Yeah, there's this white guy. He's like, "Am I in heaven?" And he's like, "Nope, this is London." And he's like, "What am I doing to London?" Yep. Send me back right now. I gotta zip up my On children. Thursday, I'm getting a promotion. Yeah, we're gonna get back till Thursday. And then the most atrocious thing is that he re-explains his motivations. He's like, but my family Thursday, love interest boner, die. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll send you back. I need the insurance from my children's. Yep. Yeah. My chillins, the, the children. Because we need to repeat the, the what we need at the end of the story. The, all, we need to repeat all the goals at the He's end. He's like, yeah, I end. know. I'm in the same movie. So I get the three-act structure. Part. Yes. I make a checklist. Okay, so Edith is, uh, he's like, oh, well, you're out of sync because you can't talk. So he gives him this thing that he puts on his fingers, and he's like, oh, well, don't lose your temper, person, and or else you'll, you know, fade or get something. Get out of sync because again. Stuff that doesn't make sense happens. Yep. Okay, he and, he's, ghost and he's like, oh, I sensed a disturbance in the ether, so I summoned you. And I'm like, is this a yep. Star Wars kids movie? Or <laughs> I'm like, just, just, just give me the Phantom Menace. If that's what I'm going to watch, you know I'd what? Maybe, maybe know Lucas that I used was... this as an inspiration for yeah, the prequels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> must have. Let's see. Jar Jar Binks fan club, Ghost Dad and the Phantom Menace, and I don't know, maybe uh, RV with Robin Williams are all on there. I know that that's my uh, that's my senior dissertation. <laughs> RV. Yeah, it's five hundred. It's five hundred pages long. It's a whole dissertation about the the wait, cultural wait. implications uh, of RV. Are you going to watch it late at night in the Robin library? Williams movie? The social commentary. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, we should do RV. <laughs> that, that actually probably would be a pretty good one. Oh, it's a terrible movie. Okay. I remember it. It's if bad. If we're doing that, we're well, going to do it I when don't I'm remember home. It. It's bad. <laughs> I know that I watched the whole thing, but I don't remember what happened. It's another, like, he needs the business good. I, I, I think at some point he gets covered in shit. Oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> because, I mean, probably. You know, the movies where people get covered in poop or pee are the highest form of comedy. That's why everybody loves Joe Dirt. <laughs> wait, wait. People like that I movie? I got poo on me. <laughs> hey, it's I'm a giant hunk of space poo. Fuck that movie. I'm <laughs> David Spade, and I'm playing white trash, and working class people are weird. <laughs> Get it? Because social commentary. Yeah. Man, we are just hitting all the social commentary yeah, today. All yeah, those important the, cinematic the cop, pieces. The cop pissing on the black the black guy. There's the There's RV. RV. Just all of it. Just the family implications Wait, of uh-huh, RV. And business the business Glenn uh, stress Glenn, does it really, culture. Does yeah. it really count as social commentary if you just say the word social commentary after observing it is. something? <laughs> Can I'm that like, be a thing well, now? That's going to be a thing we do. Yeah. Now we're going to see something and be like social commentary. Or no, no in movies. After a line, it's just like social commentary. I'm like, I just see a music Ooh. video with George Clooney and I'm like social commentary. And I'm like, Cameron, you just noticed that he's attractive. And I'm like, you mean that doesn't count as social commentary? <laughs> what if I say it louder? I mean, that'll social help. commentary. Does that social count? commentary. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. Okay. Good. So, uh, Edith has written a book called Intercorporeal Maltransference. I wrote that down. Oh, okay. And I'm glad. Thank you. You, you should invo- read it. Like, it's in. <laughs> you it's should in, it's read in it. Every local library. Yeah. No, no, no. In he, the world. Every lo- you check out your local bookstores because yeah. ghosts' priorities include not finishing up unfinished business, which makes you a ghost. And B, visiting the local library. And somewhere yeah. around seeing the new, I don't know, John Goodman movie is somewhere in between. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're a ghost and apparently have limited time, you really want to read a book about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's Otherwise, like, well, you know, what I are you doing? Should I go see the big Lebowski at the theater downtown? Or should I read the new Oprah's book club? Eh, I'm going to go see the big Lebowski. Yeah. I mean, that is a better choice. I mean, so. clearly. Um, so he's like, well, I need to take your readings. And he's like, but I have to Thursday family uh, sex uh, in things. Business. And he's like, okay, I'll send you back. And then the device that sends him back makes a fucking lightsaber sound. It goes. Bzzz. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember yeah, that. that was yes. a lightsaber sound. Yes, it does. They have to pay George Lucas to borrow that sound. They're just like, I feel like we need a sound that everyone can identify with. George, can we use it? And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, just whatever. Well, they do, they, they use that and then they put something immediately after it to quote unquote mask it because it's very not masked. It's badly masked. And he's you like, can clearly tell what it is. It's like wearing a mask that is a picture of your own face. Yeah, exactly. I need to do that. That's my Halloween costume. And now. so then <laughs> Bill Cosby tries to work through the week and he's like, if I make it to Thursday, I can life insurance. And so yep. he's like, I have to get a mandatory physical for life insurance. That's a whole crazy thing. That was Glasses. crazy. Yeah. Okay. The <laughs> old dude at the fitness. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. We'll get there when we get there. Can we mention <laughs> how he basically, how they basically stole the costume from the invisible man? 
Oh yeah, no, yes. they did. Yeah. Yep. They straight up did that. They were just like, oh well, glasses, scarf, oh, fucking invisible man, whatever. Yep. And he's like, he looks like a stalking murderer's molester rapist thing like just dressing like that walking into a clinic he's like yeah i'm here for my uh, my physical looks like the thing from nightshade if anybody you know what that is it's an old game from the 90s i i just, there's a cover and it looks exactly like that the guy in the front he's got the crazy detective jacket and the hat and the sunglasses wait so he looks, so he looks like exactly you're saying like aaron the, you're the saying that he looks like watch. leisure suit yeah Larry yeah it's like yeah. He, he's dressed like the neighborhood watch guy yeah same thing Wait, so he's dressed like Leisure Suit Larry? No. <laughs> I mean, that would be better. Is that He does get afternoon delight. Well, I mean, his ghost self ghost is wearing sex. a leisure suit. He's gotten laid more than I have, and he's a ghost. That's true. <laughs> wait, wait. So since he's undead, does that mean that he can host a party of all of his close friends? Uh, can't, no. <sighs> I, I would hit you if you were here. Yeah, me too. Pun. You suck. It- do you Who get it? You? I can I can re-explain it. You might oh, need to. That you might help. That might make it funnier. Yeah, that might oh, help. Okay. Oh well, you see, he's a ghost, and uh, host sounds like ghost, but it's huh is in host. Oh, and, oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Wait. Can, can Can you go through that one more time? Yeah. Okay. No, so I'm just I'm just kidding. Go, Don't do that. Ghost Don't do that. And Host sounds similar. So when I say he can. Oh, it's funnier the third time. <laughs> jokes are so much funnier when you explain them. <laughs> yeah. I, I love those the, things. Because everyone knows that Richard Pryor always got up on stage and explained his jokes five times and was the was the talk of the Yeah, town. I think that needs to be a thing now. We just explain jokes. He's like, well, let, can I, can let me back up and explain that. It's social see, commentary. The grocer actually thinks that the cop is part of this organization <laughs> called the Illuminati. So, so Cameron, if I ever do, do stand-up, you need to come on stage and just loudly explain my jokes while next to me. I feel like you loudly we- explain my jokes where I'm just like... Well, that's because they're bad. And you're like... Farting, pooping, like you just yell the like you d- you've done that on. That past is a episodes. joke about sexual intercourse. <laughs> I mean, like that. Yeah, like that. That joke is referring to the. <laughs> yeah, that, you get it. You get the idea. We do that. We have fun. You all saw you stay have fun. Then I got shot in the dick. Don't have fun no more. Wait, which war? Oh, it was just some dude. He had a gun. Where? In Kansas. Yeah. How did you know? Oh, Are you I that was, dude? Uh, uh, uh. Oh! Get out, get out, get I've been waiting all my life for this. Oh, my dick! Oh, my other dick! Take that, you rat bastard. We just have, like, that's about what we my things my kindergarten experience studio. was on the first day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, so when when what does he do when he I forget what what did, what happens when he comes back from England? Oh, he just talks to his kids more. Oh no no, oh, no yeah he, and he yeah like, he's like okay I'm back and I'm totally not dead so he has to go get his physical and he goes and there's this guy that they basically try to get a gag out of that he's haunting him. Yep. So he steals yeah. this guy's urine sample. 
Um, he takes the skeleton out of the closet. Oh, the X-ray! And puts yeah, that the for the X-ray. That was so dumb. And they're like, "Oh, okay, that counts." And then the other one, it's like, "Oh, well, your heart stopped beating." Here's like, "Here, try again." And he has a tape. And this is where the tape recorder comes in again because he's, like. ta- he's recorded the heartbeat. Because <laughs> the doctor wouldn't know the difference. No, he's not a doctor. He's like, "Is that a?" A tape recorder you have there, and he's like, no. no. And the the he t- he has to turn off all the lights and everywhere he goes, otherwise he can't be. Oh seen. yeah, he's like, it's dark in here. Can I? No, uh, I'm shy. I'm I'm a little I'm shy. shy. No, I'm shy as I don't want to take my shirt off. He has his shirt off. I'm shy is <laughs> not the I, same that, thing dude, with lights. And he he's just like, oh okay. Yeah, he just goes with it. Oh okay, fine. Yeah, sure. Just say I'm allergic and, to sunlight. Thank you very much. The end. Yeah, and this weedy the the weedy guy at the at the uh, the clinic catches him. He we, after he steals his urine, he looks at his pee cup and he's like, "God, there's no urine in here." And then when he after he gets the um when he's putting the skeleton back, he just sees the skeleton floating into the closet and he's like, "Ah!" And yeah. then on the way out, he's like Bill Cosby doesn't wrap the thing around his head, so he just sees like these really awful yep. floating um, glasses and a coat, and he's like, "It's haunted!" Ah! <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. And yeah. it, and they obviously hired that guy just because he looked like a weirdo. Yeah, that's that's the only reason they hired him. Just because he, he you would believe like so. There's always the crazy people that would, like talk to you about crazy stuff, and he yeah. looks like that person. Yeah, he so. looks exactly like that person. Okay. So then uh, Bill Cosby is in the car with his daughter, and then that's where we meet, we meet uh, as I put in my notes, douche McPierce fuck. <laughs> yeah. Douche McWhat? Pierce fuck. <laughs> he's got piercings. He does. I would call him uh, tongue fuck more. And he's like, so yeah, bruh, I totally like did a 180, and I saw it before it was cool on the things and the Ramones. And, I, uh, and he's like, yeah. and she's like, he's the only one that sees me. And he's like, over my dead body. Boom. Boom. And she's like, that's the point. Your dad is dead. Why don't you care more? Yeah. Go to the great beyond already, dad. You're so square. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty much the attitude. So, so in the car. Why'd you go? Just go ahead and die. Cause you're running my life. Oh wait, you did. And you're still running my life. (laughs) Team problems. There's so many team problems. The boys don't like me. The girls don't like me. There's nobody that likes me. Okay, his daughter oh. has the lowest self-esteem. She's just like, he's the only one that notices me. I feel like this could have been like a good, oh, well, how do I deal with my teenage daughter who has self-esteem things? By casting someone who's not that guy. <laughs> yep. Okay, and later, um, they're fighting and they get home and she like goes into her room and the son's like, help me with the magic. And he's like, hold on, sonny boy. And he's like, don't make me walk through this door, honey pie. Yep. Cause he's a ghost. Cause he's a yeah. ghost. And oh, we forgot ass. something at the beginning. When he, when he first comes home, when he's a ghost, he's like half sunk through the floor and he's like on the floor, half through it and uh, swimming yeah. kind of. Cause he's can't get he like falls through the floor into the foundation. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to put that out. Yeah. Because that's a thing. Okay. But it doesn't really so, end up being much of a problem nope. ever again. Oh, no, it does. It, it's referenced in uh, when he has sex with it, ghost sex with his Oh, it, yeah, it's like, only reference, though. Why yeah, are you yeah, floating yeah. through the bed? Yeah. Why can you fall through a bed? <laughs> it's like, 
It, it, that appears by, yeah. by judging by the the context of the scene, it appears to be something she just kind of blew off. She was yeah, like, she's like, that's oh. a, huh? That's odd. He uh. just fell through the bed as I was boning him. Oh, that just kind of happened. Yeah. All right. You know, I've seen weirder shit. You know, <laughs> Twilight Zone, yeah. Ripley's Believe It or What. I don't know. Believe it or what? Ripley's Believe It or What? <laughs> you I believe it or believe what? It, you know, but you, I mean, here's a little bit of evidence. I'm Ripley. Believe it or what? I don't know. Do it's, I it's believe it wacky or what? Stuff. Yeah, it's a little bit wacky. It's not that wacky, you know. Not as wacky as last week's. Yeah. It's a good show. It's on <laughs> FXX. Next, I, re- right I, re- I read the book. The book was way better. Right after Patna's. I hate when I eat a bunch of food in my pants, Ripley. Yep. I get it. Wait. Can you explain that one, too? Well, you see, when you eat a bunch of food, your pants, they, they like, engorge more. And so when you bend over to pick up the soap or the change or whatever you got on the floors, it, they can bust open or rip. So Ripley. Yep. Because, you know, every time you eat food, your your legs. Oh, and then Ripley is like the Ripley's believe. I, uh, yeah. okay, gotcha. Did you need me to yep. get, do I'm it back again? back on track. Keep going. Keep going. We got this. Okay. Good. Okay, so um, uh, Diane, uh, his next-door neighbor girlfriend, comes over, and she's like, can I see your daddums? And then the little girl's like, hold on. And then he's like, I can't see her right now. I'm zipper-to-boop-bopping. And so the girl She goes, can't see me. Don't you remember she can't see me right now because I'm a ghost? But don't tell I'm a ghost. And then she goes back, so, relays the message to Diane, and says, he can't see you right now. And then she comes back with a message from Diane saying... Diane said that you can go bleep, bleep yourself, and she'll come back later to fill in the bleeps. And I was like, what What would the second bleep be? I can yeah. only think of one one word that would go in the, those bleeps. Yeah, me too. I was like, fuck, go fuck yourself. fuck yourself, go shit yourself, go shit fuck yourself, go fuck shit yourself. Or- yeah, shit fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you guys are just a lot more clever when it comes to the vulgarities, yep. you know? Shit fucking, you know? It's a thing. I don't know. I just assume four-letter words just basically go in like you know hand in yeah. hand with each other. So I don't know. Is it hyphenated or two different words? I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Good to know. Okay. Yeah. So I'm glad you're my friend. He. He. I'm glad um, we can inform you about these things. Okay. So uh, I forgot what happened. Douchey McPierce. Fuck. At this point, there's like a perfect storm of the kid wants to. Uh, talk about his magic show, the 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 trunk of doom. The business guys come over. They're all oh, pissed. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. we, we skipped a bit. Like they, they were back at his office, and they had to like tape up, and he was. Oh yeah, yeah. They tape up his office so he can be seen in the office. Yeah, I, but in any case, like the the kids all uh, angry about. He's like, I got to talk to you about this trunk of doom thing because it's important. When it's uh, actually just not important at all. And uh, then the his like. Whole business, everybody comes over. His business comes over. Yep. And they're all like, we need a business. Why aren't you businessing? The roving troop of businessmen. Where's the commerce in the industry? I don't see it. If I don't see it, it's not happening money. And the the lady next door is all angry. And this punk-ass kid comes back. He, uh, He calls on the phone in the middle of the business meeting. And I'm like, Bill, why are you answering the phone? He answers the phone. It's the kid next door. And the kid's like, I know you're an alien. I was like, Bill, hang up the phone oh, right yeah, the now. Why, kid, are you, yeah. why are you dealing with this right now? Yeah. This is not the thing you need to deal with. 
And so then he go, he's like, excuse me for a minute. I got to go scare a child to death. Yeah. So I've he does. Go, the child demands like $50,000. I've got to go be non-blackmailed over here. I've got to go be African-American mailed over here. I get it. Uh, Cameron. I've got to Yo. go be. And it, yeah, he finds time to both scare the kid and bang his neighbor in it while the businessmen are there oh, and his yeah. son is stalled. Oh, but and once when he she's gets like, back, the businessmen are gone. I wanted to come over yeah. for a little afternoon delight. He's like, but I can't. And he's, she's like, oh. And then he makes the Cosby noises. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when she's getting all up on him, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> all the dumb with Cosby the, faces. With, yeah, yeah. faces. <laughs> yeah. One of them's. Yep. Oh god. Yeah. And then I enjoyed it. He's like, I've gotta go. Goodbye. And then uh douche McPierce fuck actually calls their house and he's like, Yo, is girl there? And he's like, Okay, who's calling? And he's like, just put the bitch on the phone. Okay. Nobody in yep. their right fucking mind would ever say that to if they knew that that was the father of the girl that they're interested in. Or anyone really. Yeah, no. Nobody no. does that. Not a thing. Okay, but this is the best part: is that when he hears, oh, that, I love this. Bill Cosby, at like moves his ghost self through oh, the yeah. phone and <laughs> projects himself to the guy, and he's like, "You don't ever go near my daughter again." <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the best thing is, all of a sudden, is, he turns into a, like a yeah. Hick. He goes through the phone, and then and and then the best <laughs> the line he says after that is just like. The, the kid's like, who are you? And he's just like, I'm from the phone company and goes back into the uh, phone. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a stupid line. Yeah, well, it was something like, who are you, her father? And he's like, no, worse. I'm from the phone company. <laughs> so dumb. It's like he punched up the own, like the lines himself. He's like, wouldn't it be funnier if I, if we said this? Why is that <laughs> such a shitty line? There's, it's it's yeah, god awful. It is so bad. I forgot bad. to mention it, but actually earlier in the, like the very beginning of the, the movie, he actually says a line that is a direct quotation from one of his stand-up bits. Huh. But I can't remember what the line is anymore. I'll have to, eh, doesn't matter that much. Yeah, not, not much about this movie matters very much. Yeah. Okay. No, it really doesn't, but I, I mean... So yeah. after that, his his son is like, I'm going to go Harry Houdini in the, the box at the school. Yeah. And so he goes to school and he's like, beware. And he like puts all the thing thingamajigs on. He's like, the I'm going to do the chains. it now. Where does he get a child size straight jacket? That is a great point. I have no idea. <laughs> it's okay. hard enough to find human size straight. I, I just implied children aren't human, but whatever. I mean, they aren't. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> yeah, where, where, it's hard to find adult-sized straight jackets, let alone children-sized straight jackets. I need a, a child's small. Uh, you, yeah, jacket. you can't buy that without no. getting someone calling the cops. Oh yeah, no, you'd get the cops called on you easily. <laughs> okay, and how negligent is the fucking teacher of his class? He's oh like, yeah, and he's oh. just like, uh, he's like, so I'm going to chain myself to this chest of doom, and he's like, all right, whatever. And then he asks, "Is are you sure this is safe?" And he's just like, "In fact, sir, I think I, I can assure I you it's, it's not safe. Let, <laughs> let me trust the judgment of this seven-year-old kid." Oh, okay. Well, he he seems to know what he's oh. doing. He's clearly a professional sure and fine. not in like second grade. Yeah, or whatever child year he is. <laughs> yep, child year. That's a thing. It is, you know. Child year four. Were you ever a child? Don't think so. Were you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wasn't. 
Wait, so you were just born, born fat? A large, sarcastic yeah. young man. Yeah. Yep. A large man child. <laughs> right now. Okay, uh, so he's like, Dad, I need you right now. And he's like, in, he's like I'm businessing right now. And so in the, uh, the conference room, uh, the secretary comes in and he's like, well, the merger is almost complete. If you sign these arbitrary blank the, pieces these of paperwork, paper, it'll go get the through. the merger going and then business happens because of the paperwork yep. merger. And he, she's like, when your son needs paperworks. you, Mr. Yes. Cosby. And he's like, I can't do it right now. And so the son is like, Oh no, he's got to call the, the the janitor to get him out of there. And he's like, can you call the janitor? And then Bill Cosby's ghost comes and he's like, oh, well, I'm going to help you. And so he like makes the thing lift and it opens and makes him levitate like a magic savant and saves the day in the car. Walk. Oh yeah. And then, and then the, the, the kid turns to the teacher. He's just like, how am I doing? He's just like, you getting a, wait, wait, you get a grade for show and tell. What? Well, no, he said, he, like, I remember this is for show and tell. You get an A for fucking show and no, tell? No, no, it was uh, it was career day is what it was. Yeah, it was oh. career day. Career, I didn't know career day meant do what you're going to do for your life. Wait, wait. It, or is, want to it, do. Can you do magic for career day? I don't remember that being any part of it. And, like, he was going nope. to bring Bill Cosby That's also not there. what career day is. Yeah. Was he like, oh, career day is well, profe- yeah, 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 career day is professionals career. come to the school and tell you about their, their careers. And take you out for a day sometimes, depending yeah. on the school. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway. It's not just like, hey, kid, you want to be a magician? Do it in front of the class. <laughs> and, and like... Our, it's our, like a talent show. Kind of the message of the movie is like, hey, you know, parents need to spend time with their kids because you never know when there's like, when you're going to die, essentially. And so at one point he's like, but I thought you had your important business to do. He's like, but you were more important. And I was like, no, like you are their father and you are, you are not, di- you are dead. The most important for thing for you to do is get that. Like you're actually trying to do the right thing. Get yeah, the promotion. You, you are doing it right. And, uh, and then he, you just effed it all up to go walk out and, uh, help you with your kids. Lame ass career day. Yeah. So now your kids are going to starve to death on the street, you asshole. Well done, Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, and he even says, like, when his wife died, he's like, they're all that they have, that he cashed in all of the life insurance money to pay for his wife's funeral and everything, which is what happens when and you No, it was her medical bills. Insurance. Yeah, her medical when bills. You get whole I didn't life know you insurance. could do that. Yeah, yeah well, it depends on life that. insurance. Like, I think whole life you can do that, term life you can't, or maybe it's the other way around, but there is. Sure. Yeah. Why not? And he's and like, he I don't want them to the go through the same thing. Business checkup. Yeah. What okay. else even fucking happens? Well, no, no. Th- this is where the Deus Ex Machina moment yeah, comes well, in. Well, at this point, he's like started begun to do the flickery thing. Oh, so after this, he gets fired for walking out on the meeting. Yes. And, and they're uh, like, you'll yeah, never work happens. in this again. And he even tries to like have a sincere thing with his boss. He's like, I've worked here for 14 years. And he's like, Evil smile. You're still fired. <laughs> yep. I should yep, give you a wedding. Business practice. Yeah. I'm going to give you a swirly, Mr. Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shove you in a locker in the business sense of things. Shove you in the business locker. Yep. In the business locker. No, it only has four channels. I'll feed you to the roving band of businessmen. No, I can't use the expense <laughs> account. The Help. <laughs> I, they just show up places. It baffles me. Yeah. 
Okay, the and this, can we mention that this is also where the Deus Ex Machina comes in? So he's totally unemployed, down in the dumps and everything, and then Edith shows up. You know, even though he can summon Bill Cosby, he just shows up yep. in their house, and he's like, oh, well, I've got this plot development that can save the day. He, your body, you're not really in. dead. You're you're in between or some shit. And so he's like, you yeah, jumped out of your body. How did he get his like, information and, and How did he know where he lives? He's probably got a machine somewhere that detests, detects like the ghost. Yeah, spirits. the location of it. Yeah. No, he doesn't even know the location. He's like, you know, there was another case like this uh, back like 30 years ago in Minnesota where, where Bill Cosby lived as a kid. And he's like a guy to get back in his body because he jumped out of it, had to wear a bunny costume for a whole week. And he's like, that, that was, was my, my day. I always suspected that it was, it was a hereditary trait. I was like, what God. the fuck is happening? Like, Yeah, why was that a callback to that? Yep. That was, uh, but that he, was such a throwaway like joke. How is that, that a plot development? not actually dead. That is not a plot Maybe development. bad news at this point. Probably bad because he doesn't have a job. Yeah. Maybe because then he doesn't get the life insurance. He's got to get a new job. Okay, so uh, once we have this, we're like, we got to find my body. And then the daughter uh, trips on the skates that the younger daughter leaves on them. And then At it's this like, point, next door neighbor is fully in on him being a ghost. Yep. But continue. Yes. And so she's daughter rushed to the, the hospital. Um, uh. Uh, she has an out-of-body experience. She's like, Dad, look, I'm a ghost, too, with the same awful special effect. He's like, honey, yep. don't zip it up over there. You've got to get back in your body. Get back in your body. Okay. you got to go like, back into your body. Get back in the body. I'm going to blow with the... Bu- 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 you ain't getting no chocolate cake for breakfast. <laughs> to call back to one of my stand-up sacks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but she doesn't want to do it because this is so cool, Dad. This is so much better than when I was like, Life you know. Sucked, but... but now I'm a ghost, and it's like super cool and stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. And so Bill Cosby starts to fade, and she's like, "Daddy," and then he's like, "I'm fading now." And so she's like, "Oh no!" So she goes through a wall in the hospital room, and she yep. comes back, and his body is through the first fucking wall that she goes through she's yep, like the first daddy one. look because hey dad look and coincidentally your body is here okay well here's the thing is that when edith came he's like well they found the taxi driver's body but not yours and so curtis birch under the taxi driver's name curtis yeah i could never if i meet a hu- real human being in my real life i cannot remember their name for the life of me but i remember curtis birch f you man <laughs> f you my brain Anyway, go ahead. Yep, Curtis Birch was the ta- crazy Satanist tax driver. And didn't taxi they have photo ID on him? I know that the, the other guy, would, the Satanic guy would have his wallet, but wouldn't they be like, all right, what was his uh, census dad? And they're like, African-American, and he's like, uh, well, this guy is... Clearly not that guy. Not white, so that's not Maybe him. Maybe he's a South African-American. They're white, right? I mean, yes. Yep. Yeah. Because that's the you know African American white. They just call him Caucasian though. I mean, yeah. Okay, so she's like, "Dad, go into your body," and he's like, "I'm gonna zip it a boop over there." And so he goes into his body. She goes back into her body, (laughs) 
They're like, oh no, we're losing her. And she's like, oh, I'm cured now. Soup. And she says the most 90s, like, oh yeah, she first. just sits up and she's like, it's okay, guys, I'm good. It's a miracle. Let's walk out of here. No, no, no. Like, oh, okay. Specifically, she says, super rad. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Super oh, that rad. Was that was said. <laughs> oh, and then Bill Cosby, when he gets up, he's just like, I don't know about you guys, but I just cannot stay here anymore. I cannot sit shit into a bedpan. And then he just gets up and walks out. And it's like, did you write these before you got into your body? Just like, look, I got to I got to make sure when I get up, I, I got to have a really, a really funny line. There's like a notepad that he has in his hospital bed that just has these really awful yeah. jokes like scrawled out on like five pages. Uh, it's like this movie, like before Bill Cosby was involved, it was kind of like. It was meant to be a serious movie, and then Bill Cosby got the part, and he just put a bunch of Bill Cosby and jokes in there. Yep, Cosbyisms. Yeah. Yep, zip zop zoop it bops and such. Okay, so uh, them the getting like, back in their bodies the like. is like the like climax of the movie, and then they're like, oh, everything's okay now, except for it's not because he's still unemployed, and he still has yep. no insurance to pay for his coma With a mortgage stay home and, like, and for his daughter's ambulance and for you know everything yep uh but so, hey uh things happen with chick next door so maybe she's got money except yeah. probably not nope. no everybody he is going to be in medical debt until he is dead like actually dead not like hilarious like not hilarious movie debt this is like millions of dollars like Yep. Yeah, that's like three days of coma stuff plus his daughter's ambulance and all that. He's looking at millions of dollars because America. Yep, it's a lot of money. Yeah, but they didn't actually have his name, so they so as long as he gets out of that hospital quick. That's enough, true. Yeah, it's under, it's under the <laughs> they cat. thought it was it was all on Curtis Birch. Yeah, man. yeah Curtis Birch has got to pay that. He's good. <laughs> he just walked out. They're like, yeah, we gotta get the debt collection agency to go after Curtis Birch, and they're like, what was his ethnic status? And they're like, he was a black white guy. Sort of both, maybe. They're like otherwise known as the blight. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Social commentary. Okay, social commentary. So the weirdest, <laughs> no interracial. The weirdest okay. coincidence to round out this movie Weirdly. is that he asks for a taxi, and it's the same fucking satanic taxi guy. Yep, and he just drives up, and he's like, "Hey, master, master. Okay, treasure. No, 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 no." Even better when he gets, as soon as Bill Cosby gets in the car, he turns around and just screams in his face. He goes, ah! He doesn't even get in the car. He just looks through the window. He's like, ah! It's a real Dark Lord! He's so excited. What do you command me to do? And what does Bill Cosby say? <laughs> I want you to go down to hell and sit on a real red pokey fish book and wait there until I come back or it starts snowing. He's like, okay, master. Movie. Yep, that's the end. That's it. Okay, but we have to go back. Like, <laughs> this is the end of the movie, but we have to address how the fuck is that guy still there? What is the internal logic of this movie? Is his cow? Well, he's is, just so effing crazy. No, maybe Satan saved him. Yeah, yeah, Satan saved him. We should all believe in Satan. Yeah, uh, accept him as your lord and master. Yeah, I mean, if Satan is Bill Cosby, I would. Nice no, no, no. Okay, so going to the, the cab driver, person. like the logic, like if his cab crashed, are we to believe that he swam out, got another one, and then they were just like, oh, you crashed another one, ah, you crazy kid. Here's the keys to another yeah, cab. Yeah, probably. It, and it was like the same one. 
Or he stabbed a caps uh, another tap. That's what I was thinking. He still yeah. has yeah, he Bill Cosby. In fact, it's he's probably not even Curtis Birch. He probably stole that cab too. Yeah, probably. He just used it as his Satan uh, proselytizing Satan. vehicle. Yep, Satan mobile. Yeah, it's like the Pope mobile, but for Satan. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but he still has yes, Bill do. Cosby's not Gucci wallet. He's like, here's your wallet, because you'll need it oh, with yeah, your medical bills. He has bills. the wallet. He the wallet back. Maybe he was a ghost the whole time, the Satan guy. Like, how did he get out of that situation? He still is wearing the same clothes. It's a ghost. Don't appear to be wet. Like, like, what's the fucking internal logic here? And well, why? Be, his clothes why? wouldn't be wet three days later. Why do cab companies like that's the moral of the story that I took away from this is that cab companies and other companies need to do a mental and psychological screening of their fucking employees. Yes. Agreed. Because like, Don't I don't want to be like, crazy take Satan me to guys. Third Avenue and they'll be like, have you accepted? Satan well, you can't your- dis- discriminate based on religion. So if they're Satanists, I mean, that's. But a crazy Satanist is different. Yeah. Because this, this particular Satan- brand of yeah. Satanism doesn't actually exist. So, no, it doesn't. Yeah. So. This guy, this particular guy is just nuts. This this guy is a crazy person. <laughs> Satanists, it's all about like personal responsibility and like, yeah, think stuff. about yourself and shit. But this is just like some fucking crazy guy. Yeah, there's no one that actually believes Satan is real. Satan is a bad person and wants bad things to happen to people. And worships him. I don't think that exists. I mean, probably somewhere. Somewhere. But they're, but they're, also they're probably crazy. just as crazy. Yep, probably. And they probably also drive taxis. I'm sure. In yep. probably in New York City though, not wherever this takes place. Yeah, wherever. wherever. It could still be New York though. <laughs> yep, suburbs Cityville, Pennsylvania. Okay. But my thing about or the taxi driver at, is less uh, about um less about like the like oh well this world is wacky, but this is the plot thread that they resolve is Hopper getting his wallet back, not like cuz the yep. merger <laughs> The merger of him being still unemployed could have been resolved, too, of like, oh, we rethought it. The merger went through. You did work for us for 14 years. We'd like to offer you your job back yeah. and the health insurance. Or that like would have been bo- a way better ending. The boss man fired him, like, ends up dying in a weird accident, and the new boss man is like, hey, I want you back. Or the, yeah, he dies in the ele- other elevator. <laughs> yeah, the elevator. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, See, there are so many better ways to end this movie. Yes. I just thought of like three. Well, I don't know. And that we was, were just joking around. I don't know. I thought that was a pretty great end. I didn't care if it resolved anything. This is a shitty movie anyway. Uh, or I'd have the Satanist guy back. That's fun. Or I didn't love that guy. Yes. Or you could kill two birds in one stone. Keep the have the new business guy also be in the cab that the satanic driver is, and he's like, "Oh, this is yeah. my favorite taxi." Oh yeah, you're hired, the and he's guy died by up. the satanic driver. Yes. That. He's like, Man, I just barely win. accepted Satan as re- my lord and master. We should do a remake yes. of Ghost Dad. <laughs> a shot-for-shot shot remake except the ending. Yes. <laughs> Make it happen, money people. Give them to me. The money that We're, is. We'll be starting a, a Kickstarter <laughs> on... Uh, We're a shot-by-shot... Shot next month. <laughs> black-faced... <laughs> <laughs> remake of Ghost Dad. Do we need to do black In which face? I will play I, all the parts. Little... <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yep. As, uh... I will pull off a Norbit. I'll 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 be the uh I'll be the little girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Make this we'll use Hobbit technology. Hobbit, <laughs> Hobbit perspective technology. Can I be It'll Stuart? Work. It'll do. Hmm? That means at some point I have to run at and fall through your legs. It's true you do. Yeah. Yes. Aaron. Aaron that was can what? I be uh, Curtis Birch? <laughs> you sure can. Uh, that's the that's the meatiest role. Either that or Mr. Nero. You can be Mr. <laughs> Nero. You can be Mr. Nero. I could grow out my beard and be Curtis Birch. It's true. <laughs> I don't have the hair though, man. 
No, no, no. We <laughs> have to get pseudo Aaron to play Curtis Birch. Yeah, we'll get pseudo Aaron. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll pull it off. And Chris Rock can play a uh, douche McPierce fuck. Yeah. Sure, that guy. Just because, guy. you know, so that we actually have an actual know. black person in the movie. Except he will be playing one of the roles that actually wasn't black. Yeah, so he'll be in whiteface. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, why not? Because we're doing blackface. So he'll be in whiteface. You know, we're yeah. equal opportunity so offensives. There's, yeah, there's four other actors in it. And I'm everybody else. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just a bit part. <laughs> yeah, you're a bit part. Wait, wait. You're the best bit part, though. Aaron. Yes. Can Ryan well, Reynolds play Edith? <laughs> yes. Ryan <laughs> Reynolds playing Edith. That, that, uh, that should be a thing. <laughs> and Chris Tucker will play Diane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cosby, get back here. Oh, I'll call you over. You ruined my life. You ruined my life. Mm. He's the only boy that ever sees me. Oh, God. I don't know about you guys. And I was like, yeah, because pretty pretty girls have a hard time getting noticed at school. That happens. Yeah, you know. Big butts and the boobles. Yep. Yep, that's how you describe it. Okay, so the moral of the story is... Even if you're in crippling debt and unemployed and near death, at least you got your wallet back. And your family, oh. Hey, but he did get uh, a smoking, smoking hot girlfriend next door. He did get a babe. Yeah. He got one of them babes with the boobles and the buttses. And at his age, that's not easy. No. <laughs> I'm Bill Cosby. That's not Bill Cosby. Welcome to the podcast, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Hello, I'm Bill Cosby. <laughs> Hello, Bill Cosby. You sound like every other guest we have. <laughs> you know, some days I'm going to find out who, who made this movie so bad, because when I was on set, it was a masterpiece. You know, when you do Bill Cosby, you be me. I'm Bill Cosby. You I get it. Shake your face. He does that. He does that. He does shake his face and move his body. Don't you mean you? I shake my face. Yeah, I sure do. Mr. Cosby. Bill Cosby in the studio. Mr. Cosby, I have a question. Yes, go and he, ahead, man. And you gotta man. perch your arms up in the little T-Rex-like fashion and move go ahead, around. Yeah, go ahead and do your question, young man. Okay, um, so uh, it pertains to uh, Fat Albert. Oh, yes. Um, I know you uh, per- uh, produced that movie. And I could very much tell that you were uh, sort of telling young African-American males that they should be uh, much like the beloved cartoon that is Fat Albert. Can you speak to this as a member of the black community? Social commentary. commentary. Okay, well, I guess that answers my question. Uh, Next question is, is... the reason you called Leonard part six, part six is was the movie recut six times or were Leonard's part one through five different incarnations, not unlike James Bond. We just, we, we made five other movies, but they were even shittier, so we got rid of them. Deleted them off of the 1980s hard drives. They had hard drives back then? They sure did, young man. Oh, no further Just questions. Just to reiterate, I am Bill Cosby. 
Clearly and evidently. Um, well, no further questions. Oh, good. Do you have anything to plug? I watch. I I I approve. I very much approve of this new uh this new shot of uh, Ghost Dad. Go forth and make it. I might even bankroll it. Wait, even though your character lost his job and is in crippling amounts of debt, but you got your wallet back. Do you in fact have a Gucci wallet? I do now because of this movie made a lot of money. Well, not that much. Just, you know, $140 to buy a Gucci wallet. Exactly. Is that how much it costs? Uh, I've seen a couple that were like 700 but you can get one for like 100 Oh, goody. That means that I can that I can <laughs> spend $560 less. To impress Satanists, yeah. Yeah, to impress all your Satanist friends. Yeah. Have you accepted Gucci as your lord and master? <laughs> Why, yes, I have. I sound like someone in a rap video. Have you ever noticed how hip-hop is always referencing something? He's like, yo, I got Louis Vuitton. Yo, I got Gucci. Yo, I got Dolce & Cabana. Yo, I got brand name here so I get free products. Woohoo! That's that's because they get... It's, it's like product placement in movies. I know, but it's like it's not even like subtle like movies can where oh, they it's just bad. Kind of have yeah. an iPhone out. In that, they literally have to be like, yo, this is a Lamborghini. Yo, this is a Dodge Toyota thingamajig. Yo, this is a tricycle with a rocket-powered grenade. <laughs> yep. Because, like, metal like metal guitarists, they get free free guitars from whatever, you know, brand that they choose. Or yep. not, not re- depending on, like, the brand has to offer them. But they don't get on stage and they're like, yeah, I'm going to rock out with this, you know, new song, Kill Everyone. On my Ibanez guitar, it's the Ibanez signature. Uh, S42 guitar. Mark II. Yeah. With the and special V guitar. Yeah, that one. And like, that certainly doesn't go on the album. With the new... With, nobody does yeah. that. And they, they still get, like... Just just them having it is the product placement. Yeah, because then people know. It's just like, hey, that's a good-sounding guitar. Maybe I can do that you if I buy one of those. Yeah, like I know uh, the recent guitar, James Bond movies have pay, been paid for almost entirely by product placement. Heineken paid, I think, what was it, $50, 60000000 to Eon Productions to have him drink a sip of Heineken on screen for, like, five seconds. Oh, Bond? Yes. Yes, yes, they did. Did you notice that in Skyfall, like, after the, like, initial, like, surprise sex Yeah, it was scene? a whole big thing where it's just like, he's not going to have his classic stirred, not shaken thing. Yeah. Martini. It's going to be a Heineken. Yeah. A Heineken? A Heineken. Heineken. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Well, it's well Jewish, said. It's I'm sure Jewish that's how you're supposed to say it. Jewish choice of beer. It's the kosher ch- beer. It's the Hanukkah. The Hanukkah. Yes. The kosher beer. Okay. Yes. So um, we should do that. Yes. <laughs> I don't drink and su- or support drinking, but I would join that brewery the with Hanukkah. you. Let's do it. Love Hanukkah. I want it. I want to add a, t- a T at the beginning so that it's Denikin. Denikin. But Denikin. <laughs> I'm just reconsidering arguments. Uh, c- could you well, explain that one? I'm not sure I got it. I would like to order a then again. But then again, then should I order the then again? Uh, Make up your damn mind. Make up your mind. Well, you're not gonna get anything, you little shit. I don't know. Can I just get an uncertainty draft, please? Yeah, here you go. It's not that great. It's uncertainly good. And that's uh, our spokesperson from Uncertain Draft uh, Beer. Hello. I'm glad you can have me on your podcast. I'm from Uncertainty Beer. 
Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uncertainty beer. It's unsoitenly good. Is it uh, on tap or is that uncertain? It's uncertainly on tap. Sounds like a physicist slash philosopher's beer. We're not certain if it's on tap, so it's on both. It's like Schrodinger's <laughs> beer. In yeah, fact, Schrodinger's beer. Schrodinger's beer is a major competitor of our. <laughs> Unless directly observing the tap, we can neither confirm nor deny that whether it is or is not on the tap. In theory, you do. Yeah, you do not know whether there is tap. It is or both not. on tap and in bottle until you uh, look in the fridge and actually see. If it's on tap, <laughs> it is neither. The bottle. You do not know there is both beer and not and non beer in the tap until you start pouring, and that's part of the uncertainty that draws you to be thirsty when you drink uncertainty draft beer. <laughs> Uncertainly good. <laughs> okay, well let's do our final verdict. Uh, do, does Ghost Dad belong in the catastrophe section? Yes, I loved it. Yes, it disappointed me greatly. I uh, used to love Bill Cosby. I loved it. Yeah, I lost a lot of uh, red blood cells watching this because I was ha- I was filled with hatred. But it was it was so out there and weird that I was like, yeah, it's got an alternate dimension verse feel, kind of like Old Dogs does, which we need to do an episode yeah. on. Yeah, nothing makes sense in this movie. Yeah, just like Old Dogs in the real world. We need roving bands of di- businessmen to just r- run around with paperwork. Just do their paperwork deals. mergers. They're just signing deals all across town. Oh, that's the new post-apocalypse. Instead of roving, ba- <laughs> roving band of marauders, roving bands of businessmen, and they're riding in big limos. No, no, Aaron, Aaron, bureaucracy everything. is the yes. new post-apocalypse. Yes, exactly. It's like, oh, no, We're I didn't get my requisition form in. Oh. That would be a great. Great horror and movie. all taxi drivers are insane Satanists. Yes. Now that would it, be social it, commentary. Social commentary. <laughs> social commentary. This small inner world where roving bands of businesses try to buy small businesses. But businessmen. are run over by crazy taxi drivers that are Satanists. In a One world small where, business. In a world where tax shelters are provided for those who who move their businesses overseas to have their Dun, dun, to dun. have their income not taxed by the government tariffs comes yes. business world. So this movie would be about, and I'm pitching this to you guys now. There is a small business in the small town America. And it starts out like it's like an old West kind of feel. And it, it looks all run down because it's a small town and it's, it's this old burger joint. And there's this uh, grumpy old dad who works there, and his kids are forced to work there too, on occasion. So Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers, but dark, kind of. Oh, dark. Gotcha. A little bit. And then one day, they've always heard about them, but one day the roving band of businessmen actually comes through town, and they try and buy up the business, but he won't let them. So Bob's Burgers. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's That's- basically Bob's Burgers, the movie. That would call me <laughs> Fox. I will write your movie for you. It will it'll be good. You just write. Be a great it sounds movie. like you're just writing a spec script for Bob's Burgers. That kind of is, I guess now. Yes. It's like what animes do where they have a whole series and then they have one movie that kind of sums up the plot, but changes a couple things. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They're like, and, uh, now they're not in space suits. Now they're in bigger space suits. Yeah. 
Now the spacesuits have extra lasers on them and shit. And their, their tits are bigger because anime. Because anime. And you can watch the boobles jiggles. Yep, the boobles oh, jiggles. Yeah. Boobles jiggles. <laughs> have you seen the anime uh, Ro- Vampire Plus Rosario? No. Oh, it's... I don't watch anime as much. Oh my gosh. You got it's so funny. Is it all, all fan? It? Yeah. Is it t- all just fan service? Yeah, 100%. Gross. Like I thought uh Sword Art Online had a lot of fan service, but this one is it is just a male sex fantasy. It's <laughs> it is a hentai minus the porn. Oh, well then just watch hentai. I know. I mean, but it, it's it is it's pretty well. I, I only watched 5 episodes cuz after 5 episodes it's like okay, I get it. But it was this pretty tit. funny. Okay, find this tits on the screen. We get it anime people. It was fun. Yes. Fun. So. Okay. So uh, this is definitely belongs in the catastrophe section. Yeah, uh, for sure. Let's move into our yes. final segment. What is on our radar? Glenn, what is on your radar this week? Yes, Glenn. Um, so this one's kind of only for people that are actually in the Salt Tell Lake us. area. Uh, the Off-Broadway Theater. I've never been before. They apparently have plays, but I haven't been to the plays. Just every Friday and Thursday night at 10 o'clock, they have improv. And I went with a bunch of friends, including my roommate, and it was so funny. At one point, my, my roommate kind of chimed in, and then they started like kind of teasing my roommate, and they... And then there, there kind of became a back and forth th- thing throughout the whole show where they were making jokes at my roommate and he was yeah. making jokes back. I was laughing so hard. My asthma started acting up. It was it was like so good. And they're just everything about it was great. So it's uh, every Friday and Saturday night at 10 o'clock. It's a two hour show. It's eleven dollars, nine dollars if you have a student ID. So I definitely plug that. Go support uh, your local off Broadway theater. That's the name. I can't remember exactly where it is. It's like Maine and. Uh, something. Yeah, it's more downtown. Just yeah. Google it. Yeah, yeah I've Google been there. Where we Broadway. live in the modern age. Google that yeah, shit. Yeah, Google Off Broadway Theater. It's excellent. Uh, um, other than that, I kind of been just busy with school. I watched World War Z again. Oh, it happened a long time ago, but I watched it again, and I was still amazed by how good that was. It was really good. Um, pretty good. And then the ending is still kind of tacked on there, but you know. but it was a pretty and, good uh, ending. And the last one is actually an anime, an actual anime, not the not the fan service one. It's called Psychopaths, and it is bonkers. The show is crazy, it, and it's actually about crazy people. But anyway, well, that would be yeah, that would yeah. be a reason. And of course, it's anime, which makes it even more crazy. Uh, yeah, Aaron, because you know they got Aaron. laser tit swords. Oh, guys, we so, forgot so, second. They do have guns, stuff. laser like taser guns that make you explode. Oh, well, I mean, that's like good. Bubble up and explode. Oh, it's boy. Like, yeah. It's, I'm it's sure someone good. gets off on that. <laughs> Just saying. Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron. Yeah. Aaron. Um, no, no, no. We forgot um, second stuff. What? From Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, I yeah. Did. So we're going to cross this. So uh, how much do you think this movie made, guys? Forty million. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to guess because I wasn't like alive when it was made. So I can't tell like what the state, like the economy was, how much money, you know, according for like inflation. So that's what I'm trying to think. But, uh, let's see. I would say, I would say more than 40 million, maybe 60 million. It made 25 and a half and roughly a half million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's because it's a shit movie or if my inflation calculations were wrong. But, uh, inflation okay. calculator. And what is Get the it. tomatometer percentage? 40. No. 
30. No. Lower. 10? Lower. Well, lower really? than 10, really? Yep. Four. Uh, no. Higher. Six. Uh, seven. Wow. Okay, and huh. uh, the consensus says a, star- a startlingly misconceived effort from director Sidney Poitier and star Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. Ghost Dad is that's a listless, glacially paced comedy that's alternately dude. schmaltzy and incomprehensible. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Very well said. Okay, can we address how Sidney Poitier, quite possibly one of the best black actors of the 20th century, directed this fucking pile of shit? Yep. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not familiar with this person, like... So as an actor and a director, like what what has he done? Oh, um, he is in this landmark film com- called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. It was like one of the first big movies about like race relations. It's about a young woman who. Yeah, I have I have heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it though. Okay, yeah, well, but... it's basically about a, a young woman, middle class white woman, who brings home an uh a, an African American man that she's engaged to, and how her parents don't react like don't react well to it. But it's like about mm-hmm. like new racism and how like it's kind of more subtle rather than just you're with an African American person, get out. Like, you know, it's much more about yeah. like um later twentieth century like institutional racism and all that. So that's really good. Yeah. He was also in this one called The Heat of the Night, which is like uh this cop movie about like a black cop who's trying to solve these um this string of murder this string of I think it's burglaries and murders if I remember correctly. I I haven't seen it in a long time. But or yeah. Murders. He's He's won like Oscar. He's won one Oscar. He's just like one of the landmark like uh, members of like the black community as far as like representation and making sure that like there was like a more dramatic representation for African American people than just oh well they're violent or they're you know the stereotypes that there was actually like a dramatic potential. Black people do right and Hispanics. Yeah, let's. I need some drugs. Hey, let's go find a black person. Yep. Just walk up to black people. Hey, you got drugs? It's just like, wow, you're a dick. Or they'll beat you up. You you should be be beat up unless they actually do have drugs because some people have drugs. Some people do have drugs. Multiple people have drugs. Well, most white. Mul- most mul- really multiple people. <laughs> yes, more than three. More than one. Well, you know, three's a party. More than yep. that's a bigger party. Yep. Party drug. Okay, and the audience consensus Wait, on a ghost dad is thirty three percent. Yep, there are party drugs. <laughs> Those are a thing. Aaron. Yes. Uh the audience appreciation thing on Rotten Tomatoes is thirty three percent. Wow, that's what I thought. That's like thirty three. I knew the audience would be dumb thought. enough to kinda like it a little bit. I mean, I like I said, I saw it when I was a kid. I was probably like six or seven or eight when I saw it. And <clears throat> like I remember going to the I, I, I it was like my first time watching Bill Cosby's stand up. So I went to the we went to Blockbuster and I was like, I want a movie with Bill Cosby in it. And I saw it and I was like, I'm getting it. Yeah. And I got it. And. That's all I, you remember. That's all I remember. So I can't I, I can't have liked it very, very much, even well, though I was seven years old. Yep. and really liked Bill Cosby. Well, I'm, I'm glad we brought back this piece of your childhood and maybe murdered it out that memory. Maybe I, I'm glad we have dredged it up for <laughs> you here. It's a gift. Well, you. you. It's like digging up your no, grandma's body and being like, "Look what happened to your grandma." 
Okay, yeah. well, the two positive reviews that are on here um, on Rotten Tomatoes are uh, Brian Costello from Common Sense Media writes, Bill Cosby ghost movie has some iffy humor, comma, profanity. And I'm like, what profanity other than that? <laughs> He's complained. What profanity is there? The guy sticking his tongue out at the lady and implying cunnilingus? Is that it? Yeah. Well, about no, I it? think, it was, I think uh, they, they say put damn the bitch at some on point. the phone. And she says afternoon delight. Unbitch. Oh, yeah, bitch, bitch, yeah. That's it. That's it. And then there's, like, uh, all the business swearing, like, merger and uh, firm. Oh, eat shit. Oh, eat shit is in there. That's right. I've been trying to quit. Oh, Uh, uh, the other positive review here is Rita Kempley from the Washington Post, a top critic, says uh, it is an earnest premise expounded in Cosby comic style. It goes no deeper nope. than a half hour of pixelated jollity, but it isn't bad for you. What? What? That makes no sense. No, it makes no sense. But it isn't bad for you. And I'm like, uh, nor is 80 minutes of watching paint dry, but you know, I'm not going to do that. What a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, last review. Uh, this is from legend. Uh, Roger Ebert, who gave the film when it came out a half a star out of four, saying Ghost Dad is a desperately unfunny film. A strained, contrived construction that left me shaking my head in amazement. How could Sidney Poitier, a skilled filmmaker with an actor's sense of timing, have been the director of this mess? How did a production executive go for it? Who ever thought this was a good idea? That's exactly Ooh. my stream of consciousness watching this movie. Who the fuck wrote this movie? Um, let's see. Uh, it like, has, honestly, it has. Uh, there's three writing credits: Brent Maddock, S.S. Wilson, and Chris Reese. The only thing I can think is it sounds like this guy, the director, was pretty. Se- he, he was in some serious stuff, so he probably had a career doing some serious things. But he probably also enjoyed comedy, and he, being a member of the the African American community, he probably really enjoyed uh, Bill, Bill Cosby, Cosby. Yeah. So he wanted to do like a comedy with Bill Cosby. But just because it was so far outside his area of expertise, it just sucked. It's kind of like John Stuart Mills. He wrote he was like he was a genius and he was an ex- excellent philosopher. But he wrote poetry when he like he, ah. this lady like taught him about poetry and he like wrote some. And it is shit. It is the worst poetry. Like, Good. So just stick to what you know. And I guess he, he tried going outside what he knew. And it didn't work. He's like, I don't care. I, I just can have to of. work with him. I don't know. I think the Aaron, script Aaron, is awful. Aaron, anyway. you'll love this. Okay. So Brent Maddock and S.S. Wilson. Um, I couldn't find anything else that Chris Reese had actually. Um, that's his name. Yeah, Chris Reese had written. But Brent Maddock and S.S. Wilson are co-writers on the Tremors films. Oh, fucking hell. All four of them. Really? Oh, shit. I love those movies. And they also so, wrote the screenplay for Wild Wild West. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Ruin another great black man's career. Well, it didn't ruin his career. That but no, after Earth his finished career. it off. <laughs> See, the Tremors films are ridiculous because they're just the right amount of kitschy and they're, they're fun as shit, but this is just bad. Yeah, it's just bad. I'm like, what the hell were they going for? That's weird. Okay, so uh, now that we've got the second opinion kind of gone out. Aaron, let's resume to the disjointed part of the nature of what's on your radar this week. All right. Um, what was it? Um, 
Grand Budapest Hotel, I finally saw. That movie's fucking great. That's a fantastic film. Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, yeah. What's his name? That movie's great. Wes Anderson's new... Yeah, Wes Anderson's news film. That is a fun movie. That is a really cool movie. I, it's one of the only movies I've, 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 I've watched it twice in a row. I've never done that before where I'm just like, ah, I'll watch it again right now. That doesn't happen to me. No, you did, did that, that with that Ed Wood. That happens to anybody. No, people do it. Yeah. No, I did that. It was weird. You did that with Ed Wood. I did do that with Ed Wood. That's I gotta right. I got to see that. Ed Wood is a fun, that is a good movie. I, you know what? In fact, I'm ashamed of myself. There's no excuse for me to be on this podcast without having seen it's true. Ed Wood. You're taking it home tonight. I have it. Okay. It's good. Yeah. Um, damn it, Glenn. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I saw This Is Where I Leave You yesterday. Oh, how was that? Um, I think it, it's a good movie as long as you don't go in thinking it's a comedy. There are a lot of really funny parts to it, but it's definitely not a comedy. Oh, did dad take you to see that? Yeah. Oh, did he like it? I don't know. Oh, did he not say that was good or that was bad? <laughs> no, he just kind of said, yeah, that thing. Uh, so I don't think he liked it. You see, I really wanted to see that movie, and then I saw that it got, like, middling reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm like, oh, but Jason Bateman. Because I, saw, I, I yeah. saw Bad Words a while ago, and I was really impressed with, like, how yeah, I need to see audacious that. that movie was. I, I, I think the reason, because the, the cast that's in the movie brings expectations of more comedy. Yeah, like Tina Fey and uh, yeah. Cody St- Corey Stoll, who's on The Strain. Yeah, but but it, it's 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 just it's it's not. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of really really good comedic big bits, and it, but it's not a comedy. It just isn't. Okay, it is a good movie though. I I enjoyed it. I'll I'll probably go see it at some point. Yeah. What else? Um, I'm also looking forward to uh, Haken. Is they uh, is re- is releasing an uh, EP soon called Restoration, where they did they took their first EP. And they took the lyrics out of it and they rewrote all the music for it with like a new bass and everything. And I really love Haken. They're a great band. They're progressive metal out of London. They're really good. Um, and also, uh, Ziltoid 2 by Devin Townsend. That, oh, oh, I love, I love Devin Townsend. He's a great, great artist. It's fun. He's really fun. He he's really well done. He's really fun to, if you play guitar, he's fun. It's fun to learn his stuff. Oh, yeah. Learn to play it. It's great. He's a really, he's really good. So that's, that's what I got. Well, I've got a lot because this is the first show that we're recording after uh, I moved. Yeah, it's been like two months, almost. Well, a month and a half. Yeah, it's like a month and a half. So like Yogi Bear and that we recorded before I moved because I've been really busy with grad school stuff. So um, I've got a few things that I've got to uh, lay down. Um, I'll try to keep it short, but I do want to. Yeah. Okay, so most recently I went and saw A Walk Among the Tombstones yesterday. Yeah. that was that's the one with uh, Liam Neeson, right? Yeah, it is. It's not as good as I was hoping it would be because oh, the trailers yeah, make it I look really it. dark. And I was like, oh, this is going to be like Chinatown or Prisoners. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I love noir movies. But then he it's not a, really a spoiler, but uh, spoiler for it. He a lot of it does focus on him getting a sidekick of sorts. And I was like, oh, and the sidekick is kind of likable, but I wanted it to be more Liam Neeson coming to terms with like what he did at the beat, like the action part, because it's based on this series of novels 
and his character basically starts like it takes place in 1999 and the production design is all emphasizing this Y2K fear of like our computers won't work soon. But I mean, overall, it doesn't really go above like standard genre things, but it's still worth a see if you like Liam Neeson. And, you know, it's a pretty interesting movie as far as like the mystery goes, because, um, the main kidnap victim is like of a drug dealer and they like, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting film. It's, it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. So you can catch that. Uh, it's not here or there, but it's still worth seeing if you like Liam Neeson enough, kind of like nonstop was, um, uh, one movie that I saw that I just loved was called the one I love. Um, and that's got uh, Mark Duplass from The League and Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men. And I don't want to say too much about it because a big part of the plot of it is spoilery. Aaron, I think if you saw that, you'd really like it. Um, it's called The One I Love. It's on VOD. That's how I saw it. It's also playing in select theaters right now. This uh, film podcast that I listened to really recommended it. It's about this couple that are recommended by their therapist to go to this... Um, a retreat thing at this house that they pay for for a weekend. And there's this really weird thing that happens. And I can't say the weird thing without going too much into like, that's like the big thing that happens in like the first hour of the film. And then that, you know, just turns everything on its head. It really tests their relationship and everything. So that's the one I love. And, uh, cause it's, it's made by Charlie McDowell, who's the son of uh, Malcolm McDowell. And so, it's just a really interesting movie. The acting's fantastic. The writing's fantastic. And it has Ted Danson in a supporting role. So, you know, huh. uh, check that out. Aaron, you'd really like that. Uh, I've also been watching. Uh, I haven't really had much time to. Uh, I was planning on getting into Boardwalk Empire with that ending. So I um, bought the first season on Amazon. I just haven't gotten around to watching it at all. Uh so I'm still waiting on that, but with all the homework, I've been only able to watch like half-hour comedy stuff. So I have been going through my IFC things on, through Amazon. I watched uh, on Netflix. I watched uh, the first. I'm almost through season four of Portlandia. I'm really loving that right now. It's got a uh, Fred Armisen, Carrie Branstein from uh, Fred Armisen is from Saturday Night Live. It's also got guest spots from. A uh, Saint Vincent's on there from uh, Sleater Kinney people, um, the per- uh, someone from Pearl Jam's on there. The drummer, I think, it's got Kumail Nanjiani. Um, just a bunch of really interesting people. It's a sketch comedy show that kind of like pokes fun at hipsters and like Portland stuff in general. It's just a really well put together show, and it's it's just charming. So if you can check that out, that the first three seasons are on Netflix, and it's all on a. Uh, you can buy the fourth season there before it comes back um, for the new season. Uh, and finally, I've been watching, because uh, I got into this uh, new group. They're like a, a folk duo called Garfunkel and Oates, named after Simon Garfunkel and Richard Oates. They're um, these two female comedians who, like, one plays a ukulele and one plays um, a guitar, and they basically wrote all these songs from their personal life, and they got their own show on IFC. And I actually saw them live in... Uh, Minneapolis because I'm going to school in the Minnesota area at the beginning of September and I was like wow these they're, they're so good and so like they got their IFC show I started watching that I think it's got um it's done airing at this point so you can check that out on IFC on demand or you can buy all the episodes on Amazon 
Aaron, um, I need to show you that because I bought all the episodes. And when I come back for Thanksgiving or Christmas break, you'd really like that. Because okay. um, it's got Anthony Jeselnik in the first episode as like this one stand-up comic who is interested in one of the main characters. <laughs> it's just really entertaining. So uh, that's what's on my radar. So uh, that closes us out for this week. Uh, next episode, we're going to be reviewing... Uh, what did we decide? The Nicolas Cage classic, Knowing. Ah, oh, this was so the excited. we mentioned in our Freddy Got Fingers yeah, episode was, on yeah. SoundCloud. This is the movie that started it all. So it's uh, nostalgia, people. Nostalgia. I yeah, this you. is this is this is the movie that 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 started Cameron and I watching really shitty movies. Mm-hmm. And Glenn will be joining us hopefully, right, Glenn? Uh, yeah, I I hope so too. Assuming I don't have, I'm not too busy with school and stuff. But yeah, I. I, I would I would be I'd love to review that movie. Okay. Well, all I can say all I can say about that is thank God for the dollar theater. <laughs> I would not have seen that movie if we if it wasn't a dollar. Yes. Yep. We we definitely got our money's worth. And you can talk at yes. the dollar theater and nobody cares if the movie's that bad. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh let's do our outro, gentlemen. Outro. Industrial music. Industrial music. Industrial music. Industrial. Yes.